0: This is a podcast about our lived experience, which unfortunately includes infant death and subsequent mental health struggles. Please take good care of yourself and only listen if this content feels safe for you right now. We'll still be here when you're ready.
1: The death of my son, moving three times in six months, my parents' divorce, my husband's job loss.
0: I was, you know, 12 weeks postpartum, my then husband came out to me as transgender, and just a couple weeks later, um, our son suddenly died. And then yesterday, I had a little bit of a meltdown where...
1: <laughs> just a touch. Okay, where do you want to start? Where well, we left off yesterday, which is that I'm having a friend. Yes. Okay. Um, hi, Alina and everyone. Uh, so this is the next day. It's December 1st, the first day of... The very hard month of December. And it's still a hard week. It's still a very, very, very hard draining day. But there have been some updates.
2: hmm
1: Right? Since yesterday. Yeah. So the anatomy scan went well. And the baby is healthy. And everything she, has, looks good. she has she has two hands. She has two hands and two feet. And I even saw three or four fingers.
2: Okay. So
1: that, that, that's good but you know like even and that is a huge relief huge relief but it it wasn't easy it wasn't easy it wasn't a positive experience the sonogram technician told me that i'm too anxious and i need to calm down and she told me that it's time for me to move forward and i need to think about this baby and have a new chapter for this baby and that was just upsetting and hard.
0: It's not trauma informed care. And I'm so it's mad. Not.
1: Thank you. I'm mad on I'm mad on my behalf too because I I in the moment I was so stunned I just was silent. But I and I know why I was silent. I was silent because you're so when you're trying, when you're vulnerable when you're in a vulnerable state and you get shot down you feel like shit, you know? You feel embarrassed. I felt embarrassed. I felt ashamed and it just really got me angry because I think that the correct, all she had, she was uncomfortable with my grief. This was in her head. This was her problem. She felt uncomfortable with my anxiety. Mm-hmm. But I felt comfortable with my grief, you know? Yes. I was anxious, but I, I think I was doing the best I could.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm really proud of you for recognizing that and holding on to that, even though she was a real bitch.
1: She was a real bitch. And this, and this morning when I woke up, I wanted to tell you this. I don't think I did tell you this. But um, when I woke up this morning, I just had a really hard morning. I was just crying and crying and crying nonstop. And I had like this moment where I was trying to negotiate with God for like one more week with Aiden, which is the most insane thing ever. Because like, how was how that going to work out? <laughs> like, how was I going to go back in time? nine months and get one more week it reminds me of the time where i my mom asked me to go to the attic and as i was walking in the attic like a brief moment i was like maybe aiden's in the attic like (laughs) 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 no sense but i think part of the reason that grief is so exhausting is because you are constantly looking for something that's not there yes do you feel that way too
0: Yes, absolutely. Your body is looking for something, your mind, your heart, your arms are looking for something that's not there and it'll never be there. It'll
1: never be there. It'll never be there. And I, maybe one day I'll be better at like accepting the fact that it will never be there and that it's not there. But I think there's a teeny corner of my mind that just is expecting him to just appear, you know? Like I'm expecting him to show up at his birthday. But she obviously will not.
0: Yeah. His presence will be there on his birthday, but I know it's not. Of course,
1: it's not the same. Obviously. I thought that after that appointment yesterday that I would feel relief and like happy and my normal self. And I will say I do feel relief, but I'm not good. I'm still not good. Mm -hmm. Moving, the birthday being in December, it's, it's too much for me. It's a lot. It's a lot. It is a it's lot. It's so hard.
0: And, you've, and you've, uh, you've expressed a couple times over the last 24 hours as we've been talking, like you've done so many days already and it's, there's so many days of your life left probably. And it just feels like you can't do another day. And yet you still keep, not. for whatever freaking reason, waking up. It's like, it's just, you've done so many days.
1: Yeah. And people have been so wonderful and like they, you know, gave charity for his birthday, like in his memory, and they've been sending me things today and like, it it feels so good. And it's so hard to see in honor of his first birthday, you know, this is dedicated in his name. It feels good, but it's so hard.
0: Well, it's bittersweet, right? Because it's like, yeah. you don't want, you don't want to have uh, you know, whatever, in honor of your dead son's first birthday, you want a Mickey Mouse stuffed animal for your living son's first <laughs>
1: birthday. Right. It feels like such a...
0: Consolation prize.
1: Like, a, that feels like such a consolation prize, but like a very plastic one from China, you know? <laughs> yeah. to be clear to be
0: clear judith you're very grateful for all of the sweet stuff
2: i am so
1: obviously no i'm so grateful and i told them i was like the minute i saw it i was sobbing like it meant so much to me it meant so much that i didn't even ask like they just did it out of the kindness of their hearts and they worked hard on it and i it just it meant a lot it filled my heart and i think like my sister was someone who did it and she told me that she was crying when she saw the email come out because I think in our heads, he's a little bit alive. And, like, to see on an email, it, it's it's very hard.
0: Yeah. How are you feeling right now?
1: It's just hard. Like, I'm just, I'm doing the best I can in a really hard situation. And that just means, like, even the best you can is bad. Like, I I don't have very much in my cup. And I'm very... I'm not surprised that it's hitting me like this. I knew it was going to be bad, but it's been a while since I felt this bad. Yeah. Yeah. This is kind of how you were the month of Quinn's birthday. Mm
0: -hmm. Yep. It's really hard. It's not good. And the worst part about it is I can sit here and be like, like, I know you'll get through it. You know, you'll get through Aiden's birthday. You won't feel this, this bad forever. I know you, even you know that, but that doesn't help with how bad it feels when you're right. feeling it. doesn't help.
1: Right. right. It's almost like when you're like down in the bottom of this dark, dark hole, you forget what it's like to be even a little better. It's mm-hmm. like, it feels, it really feels like this is the way it's gonna be forever. Even though I know, I know that I can go back to being my, you know, new normal next week or after the 12th, when it's his birthday. It's also like, it's been really interesting. Um, To share, either on this podcast or on Instagram, it's been really interesting to share. I think, I don't know how you feel. I want to ask how you feel when you see people who are strangers that are commenting on something that's so personal and so private. Like, I think it's confusing to my brain because I want to show everyone like, no, I know this picture is cute, but you don't know how special and sparkly he really was. Like I wish I could show them how. He, I just wish I could sh- show everyone who maybe are, I, I don't you know didn't know him, just how special he was, and I don't feel like any picture or any caption can capture that. I completely agree. I remember you said that when you made his memorial, at Quinn's memorial, um, slideshow or whatever you, did, like, I Steve, you like.
0: I made a video. I made a video. Yeah.
1: And you said, you're like, I can't explain how shiny and sparkly and magical he was. Like, I can't Mm -hmm. articulate it.
0: Yeah. And I remember, like, when he was alive, I would take a picture or a video of him and I'd be like, this is a cute picture or a cute video, but it doesn't capture how cute he is. Like, I would be looking right at him alive in front of me and I would take a picture and I'd be like, this picture is so cute, but it's not how cute he is. And then I remember after he died, the realization that all I had left was pictures and videos, the ones that I knew didn't capture his essence. Yeah. Actually, I feel emotional just talking about that because that makes me feel, makes me feel sick. It makes me feel sick that I have, yeah. and I, I know how special and sparkly he was and my body and my heart and mind can, can feel that how special and sparkly he was, but there's no way for me to
1: hold
0: it, you know, yeah. tight with my hands. It's gone yes. like into the, evening. yes.
1: Yes. And I think I, when he died, I asked people to do acts of kindness and give charity in his name because it felt like doing good was as close as I could get to his goodness, Mm -hmm. like his pure, sweet, perfect goodness. So it feels like a piece of myself when I try and do something in his name, and then it's sent out to a 1000 people, let's say. And it's like, it feels good. But it also feels like, no, you don't you don't get it. Like, this is just a picture. This is a blip in your day. Like, you're going to see this and you're going to keep scrolling. You're going to see this on your Instagram and you're going to like it, maybe or comment, and then you're going to keep scrolling and your day is going to go on. And I want to say like, this is my entire world.
0: Yeah. I mean, no one, your baby dying is always going to be the saddest thing that's ever. It's the saddest thing in the whole world to you. It always will be nothing is going to be sadder to you than your own baby dying. And, and I think it's, it's just, it's really hard. It feels very lonely. It feels very lonely. Yeah. like I miss Aiden. I never met him, you know, but like, I've heard about him from you and I, and I love you. And so I, you know, have this affection for, for Aiden as well, but like, I can't, I can't know how special and sparkly he was, even though I know you really well, because I never met yeah, him, you know, and it's, I know you Doesn't
1: feel the same way sad, about it. Yeah. It makes me so sad. It makes me so sad. It makes sad. me so sad. Yeah. That's what I think about when I'm, like, thinking about his first birthday. It just feels like this is such a – I wish I could show you so much more. I just – I wish I had more – I don't know. It's hard. Yeah. I wish I could celebrate more. Like, I wish I could show – I wish everyone felt the joy. Like, I. I wish that people felt the joy – and him celebrating like turning one more than they were doing it to comfort me does that make sense like i feel like i i I, it means the most when people do things from their hearts because they care and like when my sister told me she was crying when she got the email that she had sent out (laughs) that like came from her like it made me feel like okay like you're also sad about him like this wasn't about me seeing it and you didn't do this to comfort me like you did this because you missed too yeah
0: it's really hard I think it's I really think hard. it's I I'm glad that obviously I'm super glad that the anatomy scan went well I know that was a big relief it was even a big relief for me um but I also like that's it feels I, I'm, I can imagine it feels like a shallow win because it's like okay great this baby's alive Aiden's dead
1: Yeah. And that's why I feel so stupid because I think people are going to listen to this episode and they're going to be like, but you were such a disaster yesterday. And the thing that you were so nervous about yesterday turned out fine. So why aren't you fine now? Because
0: (laughs) nobody is going to listen to this and think that.
1: (laughs) Like, I feel like I shame myself in saying that, like you were so worried about the scan and the scan went great. So like, why are you still so worked up? And I feel like the only thing to say is like, Because my baby is still dead. Yeah. Your baby is still dead. And at least I I feel like I was so afraid yesterday about losing myself again. And I don't feel I've lost myself again, but Mm. I am still very sad and I'm still really hurting. And I still feel exhausted and combobulated. Like it's, yeah. yeah.
0: To see someone who had lost what I lost have the joy of a new baby again, it felt really good. And he was so, he was so alive.
1: (laughs) That's what I kept asking you. I was like, how alive is this baby? Is it very alive?
0: (laughs) He was so alive. I said to you, I was like, I'm watching his eyelids flutter. I'm watching his little lips move. I'm seeing him like move his little fingers. Like he was alive. It was so special.
1: I think that that is good to have hope again.
0: Yeah. It was also exhausting. So tiring. I didn't realize how tired I was until I was walking out to the car and then I realized I had lost my parking ticket and then I had to go get my car registration because apparently when you lose, when you lose your parking ticket at the hospital garage, you have to go get your car registration and hand it over to the attendant along with your driver's license so that they can record that you did that because they don't want people parking there overnight and just pretending to lose their ticket. So it was a whole thing. It was a whole big thing. I had to go get my registration. He recorded my name and my photo, and he was like,
1: "Don't they know that you are broken?" Like, obviously, people in hospitals should not be asked to do all these things. Like, clearly, well, here's the really—I
0: know—here's the really sweet thing. So, I knew I was going to have to pay the maximum because that's what happens in parking garages, and the maximum was fifty-four dollars, which is a lot. It's a lot. So, I got there. I was like, "Hi, like, I'm so sorry. I left my ticket." And, um, you know, I lost my ticket and, and he said, okay. And he told me he, I, all this stuff. And I was like, okay, I understand. And I went and go di- and went and, you know, got all my stuff. And I came back <clears throat> and I was expecting to be charged $54. And he only charged me 15 because he said he could tell that I was visiting somebody at the hospital. Cause I had like a, a sticker. And, and he said that I was so just really calm and some people like really freak out and are very mean. Um, and so he was just like, he was like, it's okay. Like, it's all right. Don't worry about it. And he like, did it like really, what a mens- I know it was so sweet. It was so nice. And I was like, I, I really needed that. I was like, I really yeah. needed that. Also, yeah. should I tell the story about yesterday?
1: Oh yeah, please, Elena, <laughs> Shit. because I think most people think I'm the crazy one, but you're <laughs> crazy too. Please I, tell everyone.
0: So this was, I was a very charitable, nice person in my grief where I was really nice to this guy, this parking attendant who didn't, couldn't have done any different, you know, <laughs> he was just doing his job. And then yesterday I had a little bit of a meltdown where
1: <laughs> just a touch.
0: Um, so I was, I was driving and I was coming from EMDR. So I was really tired and I, st- <clears throat> I stopped to let these, these people cross the crosswalk and I kind of stopped short cause I didn't see them at first. Um, and, but I stopped and I didn't even come close to hitting them, but I did. I almost drove right through and, and didn't stop for them. And this woman, this bitch on wheels. <laughs> <laughs> She glared at me. She gave me this judgmental um shaming sh- shaming look. And she, she looked at me and she crossed the street really slow. Like she just looked like like a grumpy old attitude. Bitch. She was giving me such fucking attitude. And so um I am I'm just going to say I'm not proud of what I did. I'm not proud. And it also <laughs> it didn't feel good. Like I wouldn't do it again. If I could control myself, I would not do that again because it did not feel good. It didn't feel better. But what I did was, um, I pulled over the car.
1: Which was responsible.
0: I pulled over the car. I parked it legally in a spot and I confronted her (laughs) on the sidewalk. (laughs) And I said to her, excuse me. Excuse me, you just glared at me when I stopped for you at the stopwalk. And I need you to know that my son died, and I just came from therapy, and I am having a bad day.
1: <laughs> I still think it's such a funny story, because I just feel like it's so unlike you. Like, no,
0: It came out of me, like, from the inside. I feel like it was, like, poison that, like, came out of my body and spilled out of my mouth and, like, dumped all over this woman. So, anyway, I said that, and I burst into tears. And then she said, you know, you you almost didn't stop and I just wanted to make sure that you saw me. And I was like, I don't really think that's what happened, but I really think that you should give people the benefit of the doubt. And of course, at this point I'm literally sobbing on the sidewalk and then I got back in my car and and cried.
1: You tell her, you know, Alina, I think there's so many of us that have wanted to scream at people for just being like average rude because we are sensitive and they're, how dare they? How dare they be mean when we're suffering so much? I know. You took but one yeah, for the team.
0: I don't really feel good about it, but it did happen. I, and also, I I would love if anybody who's listening to this, if you have a story where you did a similar thing, I we would
1: love. To I hear would it. love to hear it because I feel I call you regularly and tell you about it. Like <laughs> I stole something because the lady was mean. I, I like I I I just do all the time. Like I don't have any of the control. So I want to know that I'm not the only one. Yeah. I would love to hear that. Yeah. I would love to hear that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. So I'm going to put a question box, uh, a comment box up on our Instagram. um, And we will, we would love to hear your stories about that and, you know, send some, send some love uh, Judith's way. This is going to be a tough month, a tough early month for Judith and a tough late month for me with the holidays. And, you know, we're hoping that you guys are having a tolerable December, but let's be honest, this is not going to be a good month, I think. <laughs>
1: yeah, this is not going to be a good month. Yeah.
0: I also want to say, guys, so this episode, we're releasing this on Monday, on a Monday.
1: Monday our and- new podcast time. That's right.
0: We are We are really just figuring this out as we go, and we are now going to be releasing our episodes on Mondays, so you can stay tuned for Future Monday episodes from us.
1: This week we had a bonus episode on Friday, and we have our normal regular programming on Monday morning. So we will see you guys next Monday, the thirteenth. The
0: thirteenth. After okay. Aiden's yes. birthday.
1: All right, guys. Alina here again, still
0: editing. <laughs> um, that was that was Judas' big day. Part one, part two. The anxiety leading up to it, and then of course you know the. Residual anxiety because our lives are are still not easy even after even after we get um, some good news. So I have a little bit of a bonus for you guys. I don't know that Judith knows that I recorded this, but you know I spoke about my little meltdown yelling at that woman on the street, and I just want I just want you guys to hear a little bit of a time that Judith lost her mind <laughs> recently. So I'm gonna put that in now. All right, guys. Have a good week. Happy Monday. And we will talk to you next Monday. Bye.
2: Okay. So I went to the yoga studio and I was really proud of myself for going. And then I realized once I got there that I didn't have a mat. So I said to the lady, I forgot my mat. And I thought she was going to say, oh, you could use one of ours. It's a couple dollars or whatever it is. But instead she said, oh, okay. Well, if you left your mat, like if you left your mat, or you forgot your mat, it's in lost and found. You can go check the lost and found. So then I didn't want to, like, create more problems, so I just went to lost and found and picked one up, and I used that one, you know? Like, that's what I was... I was like, whatever, it doesn't matter, you know? I'll return it at the end. So then I did the class, and I went, like... I did the class, like, 45 minutes, but then the last 15 minutes, I was like, fuck it, I'm not doing this. I'm an adult. I don't don't want (laughs) to do this anymore. So I just lay on the mat. Get up and go, but the problem was that because I I was in such a hurry to leave, it was just me and the woman in the uh, waiting room, and I couldn't like return the mat because then she would think, like she would know that I borrowed the mat from Lost and Found. So I just took the mat. (laughs) I just walked out with someone else's mat in my trunk. Like what? I I thought the whole time I was like. my mat why is you kicking someone else's mat Are they? <laughs> is thief. that really bad like can you like imagine what i was thinking like i was thinking to myself i don't want her to know that i borrowed a mat from the lost and found
0: yeah i mean i so totally instead, understand why you did that
2: <laughs> instead i stole the mat from the lost and found which,
0: whatever it's okay oh it was goodness. lost it was lost and you found
2: it well i tried to steal the one that looked the worst it's not like i took a good quality one <laughs> i'll go back and i'll return it i guess i don't know lena i, I my brain is not capable of all this stuff today too That's much okay.
0: it's okay you're doing the best you can oh
2: <laughs> i'm doing the best i can and then you know what there was in the class, it was not even such an easy class, and I didn't tell her that I was pregnant, so I kept like having to stop and whatever. And then I was like, you know what, my baby died. I, I, I'm not, I'm not doing this anymore. Yeah. And, and I think that that's something that new I've developed. Like before, I would have been like, I don't want to, you know. I don't yeah. want to you would have slacker. been
0: like you would have been like, I paid for this class, I want to take this class, I don't want to be awkward and leave this class. Like I don't want them yeah. to think I don't like the yeah. class, but now you're like, I don't yeah, want to. I'm not doing it. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm and so proud of like you. Hang on. I'm so proud of you both for going to the class and giving it a shot and getting it doing 30 minutes of yoga. And I'm so proud of you for leaving.
2: Thank you. Yeah. How do you feel about me stealing? <laughs>
0: Honestly, I feel I feel neutral about it. I think that I would have done the exact same thing.
2: <laughs> I just feel like this is like the third time I've called you and I was like, I just stole something. I, I think it is. <laughs> uh...
1: To all of our wonderful new friends we want to hear from you, email us at aslongasimlivingpodcast at gmail.com and follow us on Instagram at aslongasimlivingpodcast. We'll get back to you as soon as our grieving brains allow. Yay!